0: Welcome to What the Fuck Fights, brought to you by Salty Mermaid Entertainment.
1: Yay! Hi. Here we are. Welcome Scott. to the show. <clears throat> I'm Jen Scott Pickett. I'm sitting here with
0: Chase Salt Pickett and Anonymous Adam.
1: Now, what the fuck is What the Fuck Fights? It is a fun competition to see which one of us can come up with the funniest, craziest stuff from the internet. In regular life, Chase is my partner, but on the show, he is my
0: pumpkin.
1: Y- yep. Also my opponent <laughs>
0: okay your pumpkin um, opponent
1: each week we have a new theme and anonymous adam is both our referee and our
0: pumpkin
2: i uh i don't judge ha
1: ah! it's almost like y'all i've done this before ever been on the show before um i'm gonna turn it over to you with now? that Immediately? yes already i know we've great never, we've never not uh, done the banter
2: ladies and gentlemen it's time for the way in this week's theme is cults and the whatnot <laughs> that are also related
1: lesser known cults i think that's probably more accurate cool yeah
2: well we didn't really clear this before we started so well, now
1: we know it just came to me we didn't set out with that intent but i think both of us in our research were like we don't want to do like the manson family and all the shit that like everybody knows we wanted to find the lesser known yeah, and ones. that
2: boring shit. <laughs>
1: something is boring it's just been overdone it's almost like celebrated at this point you know
0: yeah, kind of. so. yeah it, it would interesting you're like oh they're gonna talk about shit i already know about
1: right which unfortunately as we were discussing before the show in our research we discovered really they're all the same shit
0: yeah i was <laughs> trying to find i was wanting to find some off-the-cuff shit i was like something
1: really unique
0: i don't know like they worshipped you know rats or cats or you <laughs> right, know right and they dressed up i don't know they're all
1: very similar it's basically uh, sexual abuse and and control I mean I feel like that's what all of them have
0: alright yeah I mean I guess they're yeah I'm sure there's elements of stuff they've got
1: one guy who is like basically god to them and then they all have to like give their children or their wives to him
0: are you guys gonna talk
2: about Jared Leto in his island cult
1: <laughs> no because
2: if you're not aware that he has of, a cult we basically. should let adam Wait, start the podcast <laughs> i, I
1: want to know if like is he the leader or is some age like formed like extreme fan base around him
2: no like there's an island that you can go to and it's mostly full of women obviously naturally and they all like wear white and like he looks like jesus and well, he does look like jesus he does look like jesus but yeah that. Makes well sense, the like,
1: european version like
2: an
0: island cult
1: of Jared Leto. Basically,
0: it's just like his vacation place where he goes to bang women, Yeah, like basically. Does, does he
1: lead it or is he... I
0: don't really know a lot about it.
2: I okay. just seen a lot of pictures and whatnot. And it's very Well, we'll have to look into that.
1: I do... Kind of
2: booked tickets.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. When you get back from your vacation, let us know. Um, well, I'll use that as a segue to my list then. So one of the ones I'm going to talk about is a cult that still is technically in existence but not everybody realizes it because they changed their name
2: um, Aha. <laughs> Rebranding were, is important right. if you fuck up is right? It the church of the... Flying Spaghetti Monster?
1: (laughs) No, but it does have celebrities that were raised in it. Um, And you'll probably recognize it when I tell you the celebrities. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix.
2: Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: yeah, So a lot of people don't realize the cult is still going and they changed their name. No, I didn't know that. Um, And the other one I'm going to talk about is actually one that I was aware of growing up because I was not in it, but it was in my hometown. where you know Edenton, Georgia. So yeah, we yeah. were in Milledgeville, but like Edenton is like right up the road.
0: is gonna discuss her time in a cult when <laughs> she was a child. I
1: mean, I was raised religiously and I am not thrilled about that, but I wouldn't say it's a cult. It's very mainstream the way I was raised. But um, anyway, I'm gonna talk about the the pyramid cult that was in my hometown. And I'm also going to talk about um, the, <laughs> save the best for last the cult that's literally based on giving permission to murder people
0: oh, <laughs> so, oh, at least wow. they didn't
1: hide it the you know very very direct we're not gonna give you kool-aid we're just gonna kill you <laughs> so
0: <laughs> you know what yeah. you gotta respect it you know what <laughs> right. you're getting into
1: right it, it really feels more like a mob, Welcome
0: home. To be you will die here <laughs>
1: basically can yeah. i have some
0: kool-aid before you kill me
1: right exactly yeah
0: okay well that's fucking that's great um, Thanks. <laughs> I will also like to go into the things you already know, but I always want to reemphasize that I did my research, but did I learn how to say the things properly? <laughs> I <don't laughs> no. I think that's happened once on this podcast. I have. No, I have. In the past, the mythology, I did my damnedest. Yeah. I listened to YouTube annunciations mm-hmm. <laughs> where like a robot voice says it over and over, and I was like, I can do this. Yeah. Um, did not do that and just got the research. So, you know, if you are friends with people in this cult and you're like, that's not what it is. (laughs) That's not how you say it. Sorry to you and your friends. Yeah. You know Um, something
1: I'm realizing, um, when I've been trying to learn how to speak Spanish more fluently, I, like, I was really good at it in high school, but obviously I didn't use it, and so recently I've been like, oh, it would be nice to be like, you know, conversational with this, and I have friends who were fluent in Spanish, so why not? What are you doing over there?
0: Um, I'm mouthing what I, I think kind of the word you're is. I you were
1: mocking me. You're just over there like mouthing <laughs> stuff. I'm
0: mouthing what I assume <laughs> the word is.
1: Okay. Anyway, it's my mouth. point is,
0: moving my mouth.
1: all of my friends, their advice is always like, saturate yourself you know, in the culture, and the music, and the movies, and you're like, you know, and I know people go to certain countries and like just basically pick it up from being around it. <laughs> but it's something interesting because it uses a different part of your brain when you learn a new language. So I think that's sometimes why we... I mean, to be fair, I don't even pronu- pronounce English words properly half the time. Yeah. Um, so obviously, English is stupid. Well, yes, but I'm just saying I spend so much time reading and not necessarily saying these words aloud and then i feel stupid when it the time comes but also because it uses a different part of your brain when you're learning new words it's even harder to remember
2: i'm the one who used to call it plymouth so just give me
1: what is that plymouth
2: (laughs) the plymouth that makes sense (laughs) rock
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i Um, read it
2: for the first time like i don't know why not maybe for the first time but i read it like a few months ago and was just like what the fuck is this
1: (laughs) i mean no i get it there are words like um what is it? Is it premise, the premise of something, the premise of the show? In my yeah. head, I always say premise. pre-mise. Um, Is pre-mise. it? Well, I
0: is think it's pre- hard. Is everyone.
1: Preface? I always say preface. Even you enough know,
0: people that enunciate it a certain way. Yeah. And then they're like, that's not the right way. Tomato, tomato. You know, it's yeah. like the same shit where you're, you know. Like,
1: Except for ascertain, which is ascertain and not as certain as certain. I would say. <laughs>
0: well, I guess if it's one word, I guess that would make sense.
1: I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, ascertain. to your credit, there are different. Even in this country, different parts of the country, people say things differently.
0: What was the word last week um, that we were like, I'm pretty sure that would be the way that it should be said. And you're like, oh, is that the way you say it? What was oh, the word?
1: like vampirism or vampirism? Yeah, oh, vampirism. vampirism.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, vampirism. So there's a word this week too, and I was reading it, and I was like, that's another one of those fucking vampire, vampirism words. Mm-hmm. It's um, ufoology. ology so, Oh, yeah. Right, so ufo or... Right. You know, ufology. <laughs> right. I prefer ufology. because yeah.
1: zoology is spelled like zoology, right? And it would make sense because zoo, but oh, it yeah. is zoology. People are like
0: listening us and like I listen to idiots. Basically, <laughs> no, to actually, wrong the because
1: they've stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck these guys.
0: Yeah, the other ones are like, nah, they're cool. Look, anyway, it's but, on you at this point. But
1: what I was saying was, I started understanding that my friend's advice about saturating yourself in the culture makes sense because it's weird because once you unlock that part of your brain, it's different. For example, this is going to sound silly, but um, when our 12-year-old used to talk about his characters from the anime TV shows he watches all the time, I just like could not get Mike. I could not remember the name. I could not grasp how to pronounce it. And now that we are in season five of this one particular anime show that he loves, we've started watching it. So I'm like, oh yeah, Aizawa. It's so comfortable for me to say things that I used to stumble over like an idiot. So I can only assume... The yeah. more we do this podcast, the better we'll get, right? I
0: like it. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, here's my way in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's the banter. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. There it is. It just, it just snuck in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Fooled you, fuckers.
1: <laughs> right. Like, wow, they really got their shit together. They seem so organized. Yeah.
0: Nope. Um, so I'm going to discuss um, Raelism. Raelism. I'm pretty confident <laughs> it's Raelism. Is it realism? No. Okay. Because the guy was named after Israel or Israel. Okay. So I'm gonna say it's Ryalism. I'm gonna go with that. that All right. Um, he is my <laughs> he is my white <laughs> satin R and B alien god.
1: Okay. Um, what? That's
0: my <laughs> my interpretation of Ryalism. Actually, uh, pretty interesting to be honest. Okay. Um, if you're looking to get out of religion, that might be a path for you. Hmm. Um, and then after rialism m- my guilty pleasure is the Order. No, no, it's not the Order of the Solar Temple. It's um, that is one of them, though. But that's an honorable be- universe people, <laughs> cosmic people of light and powers.
1: I mean, it sounds like my kind. They of group. are
0: my idea of Zoltar, Adam. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Zoltar, yeah. Zolt- or Zoltan, Zoltan, Zoltan. Anybody, Anybody remember Zoltan? Nobody that sounds familiar. Ooh, the- no. Zoltan. No, that sounds
2: so familiar. Oh, you have to right look have. it up. Zoltan.
0: Anyways, it's my interpretation of just like the the pictures are funny to me. I hear the screaming too, but it's probably Rhett to be fair. Yeah. Um, And then my honorable mentions um, out of cults that just couldn't, just couldn't, just couldn't fucking make it. Order of the Solar Temple or Solar Temple and uh, movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments, which is exactly probably the way that it sounds.
1: You know what? There was a a church also in the area that I was raised in that was extreme and I can't remember the exact title but they were about 10 commandments and they were extreme well, about it. You
0: know what's funny about cults is that you you as you start to read about some of them you're like, you know what? Like if you're not let's just say you're not religious and you're mm-hmm. looking for something and like that that could be a way and it's not maybe too crazy or too unfathomable that that could be something. Right. But they always like, they always kind of play with you and then all of a sudden there's a spot in their their religion where they just fucking dive off a cliff. Right. And you're like, oh, there it is. Yes. (laughs) That's where fucking shit went weird.
1: Yeah, because you have to ask how could so many people fall for this over and over and it is because they have the appeal of community and on the surface they do and you know what? That's it. There probably are groups that are perfectly healthy and natural that we don't hear about because they didn't go nuts. So, that are just about, hey, let's share the land well, and be kind to each yeah. other and, and not be like, you know, I'm sure that that is what appeals to them the community, not the let's commit suicide. And it's,
0: stuff. yeah. And it doesn't seem like so, when you think about people who come out of bad situations in life, who like get into bad friendships or bad relationships mm-hmm. or bad social circles, oftentimes, it's because something traumatizing happened to them right. and they were looking for something, right? right? Looking for some type of companionship and then they're surrounded by people that accept them and it just so happens you're in a murder cult. Yeah, <laughs> just, you're like, sorry about that. Um, this is how we hang out, but I like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we love to murder people. oh, but oh right, fuck it. <laughs> and that's, in you know, my opinion, yeah, the people who may live, re- leave religions or they're looking for a sense of belonging to something that gets closer to maybe what they align to. I think it would be easy to engulf yourself in that and feel celebrated, Mm -hmm. you know? So like the cult doesn't seem so crazy to me.
1: Yeah. So on that note, also I wanted to add that our friend Mike, um, has a podcast dedicated solely to a specific cult that he breaks down, um, with his partner on the air. They do, um, it's called hashtag cult podcast. So y'all should look him up. It's, um, his name is Mike. You can find him on Instagram, but I think that he does his podcast stuff specifically um, through his personal account. So you can look up Big Weasel, Little Weasel, and also hashtag Cult Podcast if you are interested in that type of thing. Because he has a very modern cult that he breaks down. Where people, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, and I haven't listened to all the episodes. To be fair, but like they interact in the comment section of
0: well, you, like, you've Instagram kind and of shit, like. Um... You've kind of experienced that with one of your prior videos.
1: I have, yes. Whenever, I, yeah. yeah. So there was a time where I posted um, content that was very more girl power, feminism and stuff. And I was still raising boys. So I'm very balanced about it in terms of like, you know, men should be allowed to cry. And the same things that it's feminism is not just about like, oh, you know, women are better than men. It's very much about like we, we put these molds that men have to be a certain way and women have to be. So it was very much like, you know, a more balanced approach, but man, they repeat there I saw low. some of
0: the ca- the comments and they those guys are nasty
1: hated me. And they were and it was it insane. was literally like defending men and how like we put these unfair restrictions on them and <clears throat> tried to put and they oh man, they hated me.
0: Jen Jen said this, and <clears throat> then when she said it, it clicked. I was like, that's true. Like we spend the majority of our time, let's just say Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. blah, blah blah. do you want to see some like nasty fucking comments YouTube YouTube. They do, are, day they do not hold back. They out. They And they're, they're bored And they don't oh follow you.
1: know you care. They just are literally just whatever pops up. They go after you and decide to tell you that you're ugly and stupid. And this is exactly why.
0: I thought Reddit would be a place where maybe I would see more, but they're actually. It's not. It's
1: not like Reddit is a cult, right, Adam?
0: Mildly, <laughs> I mean, <if> people. <laughs> that so, I know,
2: mean, there's but, some
1: brutal people on any version of the yeah. internet. Anyway, so we yeah.
2: should uh, add Midsummer to that uh, movie list because I heard that was pretty good. I'm pretty sure. Is it a cult?
0: Yeah, it's about a cult. Oh, Speaking right. of the cults, we're 15 minutes into our okay, show. Okay, Great, let's talk and about... we should start describing some of these cults to you. All cool. Right. I guess I'll start now. Adam is gonna do the, the thing he does. Yes.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main Adam. event. So Adam. To my right in the no mercy corner, step into the ring with this man and you're in for a world of pain. Men, women, babies, there's no escape from this maniac as he deals out equal rights and lefts. It's Chase! You're gonna get a lot of that left. <laughs> and to my left in the info dump corner, have you ever wanted to, someone to dump a metric fuck ton of information about stuff that you have no idea about or have any context for just because you asked a simple question? And so, you've come to the right place. It's Jay to get dumped on.
1: It's me. Right
2: on your chest. It's true. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't not appreciate the info dumps, but
1: it's okay. I um. It's
2: a lot of information that in it your is. Head.
1: I do it a lot, and it's sad sometimes because people will ask me very simple questions or show that. I don't the think it's sad. You're passionate. It's and yeah. passion. I just yeah. let it.
0: And it's nice to see people passionate about shit. Thank you. It's very generous. She was very. Pa- <laughs> pa- yeah. It's it so. It
1: is. Yeah. It's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. It's like people get excited about things and naturally yeah. when they're excited they like, you know, they unload yeah. on you and take like a dump on your chest.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I feel like there are certain areas steamer. that <laughs> yeah, I you got have- Cold Steamered. Oh, okay, gross. The areas that I am particularly passionate about, don't necessarily have a big audience. So when I meet like this handful of people that are willing to talk to me about you it. You
0: decide to overwhelm them so they never consider yeah, it and ever so again. I'm,
1: I'm learning the balance of that. <laughs> anyway, okay, so let's talk about a different cult besides my little followers. Besides your cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about um, the Nuwabians.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so when I was growing up, we all just knew that I grew up in a very rural area, and so my parents were divorced, so I say hometown. I have, like, two different places that I consider, like, hometown. Um, But one of them, we just knew, everybody just knew about the pyramids, but not, like, the Egyptian pyramids. like the pyramids in this, like, small backwoods place that has, like, three towns and two grocery stores. Okay, like, I
2: also grew up around this area. And you have grew up no in attention. Mitchell.
1: I'm okay. talking about Edenton near Milletsville.
2: Okay, well, still, I mean, I was around those areas yeah,
1: and well, I never heard they, of this. The guy got arrested. You were, Adam and I have like 10, 15 The
0: pharaoh years. was arrested. Yeah,
1: Adam. basically. <laughs> 10 or 15. He, um, I want to say late 90s, maybe early 2000. Yeah, he was he was in federal prison um, in two thousand four. So for you, you would have been like what eight. eight? Yeah. Yeah. So you weren't as aware, but I have ten years on you. So um, we just knew that there were these pyramids, and you know, like when you go on vacation and there's like mini golf places that have pyramids. It's kind of like that. These, these are like wooden pyramids. That, like
0: <laughs> bring your own club. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and um, cup. So I grew up knowing everybody called them a cult. And I was confused by that because I thought that, and I guess it's still true that no one openly was like, I'm in a cult. So it was well, like, that word is
0: probably more offensive to the people. Right. In exactly. Cults. Right. Yeah. So I'm
1: like, I don't know what they called it. I it's guess not it's a cult. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was like, Oh yeah, those are the cult people. And I'm like, <laughs> they're my friends. Do they know that they're in a cult? <laughs> Nothing
2: <laughs> you know? is more convincing than screaming it as loud as you can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, okay. 1993, um, this guy, amid mounting investigations in New York City, including probes of alleged bank robberies and counterfeit checks, he decided to move from New York to Edenton, Georgia, which, for those who don't know, is about 75 mouth, uh, mouths mouth. <laughs> miles southeast of Atlanta he built a compound and again i just always assume if you call it a compound then it must you must know you're in a cult so i don't know what the terminology for them was but it complete it was complete with 40 foot plywood and stucco pyramids and a sphinx on a 40 oh, so 476 acre game preserve and I have a picture for y'all and tell me it doesn't look like a fucking mini golf place uh, yeah <laughs> it would be hard for me personally that looks and,
2: like way more high quality than I anticipated okay, okay well and it,
0: yeah it's definitely
2: like you, I, I thought like some OSB and some
0: nails <laughs> okay. and then I mean they invested <laughs> that was how in it, it started <laughs> yeah. and as but, the cult got bigger they got better material I'm just
1: saying if you're driving through the area which to be fair most people don't because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere but you're driving you're gonna be like oh let's stop there not like let's go worship let's go there take a picture <laughs> right
0: I just imagine that the local restaurants nearby <laughs> have like come get your pyramid burger yeah. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. except right for of, that time you know, they, the they,
1: they took it <laughs> <Yeah>. down so, <laughs> right do you think okay yeah
0: with a free glass of Kool-Aid <laughs> uh, oh
1: that was good branding <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um, I'm actually kind of surprised there's not a restaurant that exists on this premise Please notice I said premise and not Primus. premise.
2: <laughs> I didn't recognize the word, actually. <laughs> ah,
1: see. Anyway, so the pyramids did get taken down. I'm sorry.
0: Um, to I'm, that's very sad.
1: Yes. Anyway, I'm, so, that's
0: very sad.
1: So one of the problems for Malachi York, which is the leader of this particular... Cult is that he kept changing his beliefs and uh, you know we're all allowed to like evolve but,
0: but like when you you're said, the leader of a cult I mean,
1: it got extreme so like it went from my understandings he went from like basically like a blend of like islam and um, egypt origin stuff mm. to ufo is it UFOology ufology yeah, yeah
0: we'll just say UFO-ology. ufology we'll just say ufology
1: yeah we'll say that um and then he just got like Stranger. He adopted the name Chief Black Thunderbird Eagle.
0: Honestly, (laughs) I'm not mad at him for this. Has he seen Step (laughs) Brothers? It's
1: kind of what it sounds like. I
0: picture him, like, dressed up with his own set of wings on top of that pyramid or riding that lion or the The Sphinx. sphinx, He's in a Power Ranger onesie. Um,
1: He announced he was the leader of a lost Native American tribe that found early... that fought against early European European colonization, and then he declared from that. So he went from like uh, Islam and Egypt to Native American to um, that he himself is an extraterrestrial from the planet Rizg Rizg. Riz. Sorry if I didn't pronounce that. You're right? not from there. It's okay. Uh, exactly. Um, so uh, they went from. Oh, gross. By 1998, whispers of his sexual depravity reached um, law enforcement, and they learned about a rash of underage girls giving birth in local hospitals. So that's how (laughs) his downfall started. They were like, you know, there's a lot of girls who are underage giving birth around here. Um, And the girls were not allowed to speak, the sheriff says. All the speaking had to be done through the men, and then they would take the placenta with them. And the theory is that they took the placenta because they didn't want any linked... DNA to York specifically because he was the one impregnating all these women.
2: I mean, they can still
0: do blood tests. You know, the pyramid and the Sphinx. It feels less cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. So. Um, what's interesting is by 2000, the United Nation only had, I say only, it was just still a terrible number. Only had like 500 adherents or whatever. But what was weird to me is that they drew thousands of visitors for Savior's Day, which was of course Malachi's birthday. The Mm. fact that someone's like, it's my birthday, which is also Savior's Day. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So like bring your family and friends. (laughs) Oh yeah. So anyway, um. Adherence declined steeply after York was convicted of numerous counts of child molestation and financing violations. He was sentenced to 135 years in federal prison <gasps> Not in <financial>.
2: April.
1: <laughs> I know, of course. Um, yeah, so that is the story of the local cult in my hometown area.
0: I was like, Ew. there was a part of me that was excited at first because I thought. Why have you never mentioned the pyramids, Jen?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, why can't we go visit? We're gonna go see Mothman's thick ass, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're not gonna go visit the pyramid, and now have to find out that they're not even real anymore.
1: Well, they're not. They're not there, and it's definitely considered a blemish on our area. Nobody That's why really, you never mentioned it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Honestly, it's not something I really used to thought hang about out anymore. At the
0: pyramid after school.
1: I never went. For the record, did
0: you have people? Did you know people in the town? I that, didn't
1: want to have to go there, but um, it's also it was a black supremacist thing. So like literally, no white people were allowed to. Oh,
2: interesting.
1: It was they considered white people to be um, um, cold and unemotional, which is not unfair. <laughs> you know, to the point of not capable of well, given the human history. Rights. I think it's I, fair right, to feel so, that way. I didn't want to go into that aspect of it, um, but yeah. So it was also interesting because where I was raised, a very small town. Um, you know, normal racial tension in that situation, but a small, a very small amount of black people, but they came from New York and just kind of found this land near where we lived and yeah. kept to themselves for the most part.
0: Built pyramids.
1: And built pyramids. Sphinx,
0: yep. Sphincters. Okay. Yeah. Mm, your All turn. right, cool. So, um, realism, this is actually pretty interesting to me. I was researching a number of cults and, I was trying to be thorough and I would say that Jen is generally the one that's a lot more thorough than I am. I'll scrape the surface and I thought, you know what? I want to be thorough with this. And to my surprise, a lot of the cults really weren't that deep. There wasn't a tremendous amount of thoroughness of like, this is what we believe and don't question us. Yeah. But realism has a tremendous amount of depth. Um, And just in the sense of like, if you were to ask a question, I feel like they would have an answer. Yeah. There wouldn't be some, like, misconception of, like, well, Bill said. Yeah. You know, I felt like they kind of have their shit together.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, mm. So this was founded in 1974, and he it was by a French race car driver. His oh. name was... Clown, I feel a horn. I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay. Adam, do the French. To the French. <laughs> to the French. Uh-huh. There goes our one French listener. <laughs> do it. But <laughs> turn it off. Um, this is also known as the UFO religion. Just, uh, there are a lot of them. There's a tremendous amount you know, and, of um, UFO religions. People r-
2: worship a spaghetti monster. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, side note, I'm since I'm reading Mothman, something I didn't realize is that the Mothman prophecies book is actually all about UFO shit. That he is not like a supporter as much as like he... Is was Mothman
0: a- himself like an extraterrestrial?
1: Well, that's why Many he got called into that town that saw Mothman because he researches, he was a journalist who researched um, UFO sightings and shit. And yeah, so I guess man. because the 60s and 70s apparently had this huge surge, and I was raised way after that where everybody denounced it. So I was like, well, it makes sense to me that aliens would probably exist out there somewhere. But. Anyway, you start reading how much people claim about aliens, and it, that's where it gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: The universe is too big. Yeah. So, um, Raelism teaches um, that an extraterrestrial species known as, this is one of those words, it's um, Elohim. I'm just going to say E L O H Is it Elohim? Elohim? Isn't
1: that like a, a Jewish? Uh, Wait, what is it? Um, El-
0: well, one of their symbols is the six-pointed star. But it's got a little bit more. Elohim,
1: is it Elohim? Elohim?
0: Elohim, maybe.
1: I feel like that was a a thing in church.
0: Elohim, that could be it. I, I mean, Yah, Elo- Yahweh, is a Yahweh type Yeah, thing. Yahweh is part of. So let's just go with that. I'm gonna go. I'm good with that. Adam, you good with that? Yeah. Say it one more time. Spell it for me. E- Elohim. E L O H I M. Elohim. I like it smooth. Elohim. Smooth sounds like sounds like a liquor.
1: Yeah, it means the living God.
0: All right, perfect. So. Elohim. We're gonna go with that. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So Wait, I'm gonna
1: throw this out there. So the the difference between Yahweh and Elohim, the personal name. Um, so one is considered more of a common noun, which is Elohim, used to refer to a deity. So Yahweh would be like the ultimate, and Elohim is more like a
0: the general, term. the species, the general. Okay. So the Elohim <clears throat> created humanity using their advanced technology. Okay, so they're basically like an atheistic religion, and they believe that the Elohim, Elohim, am I saying that right? Okay. They have, have, they have historically, to date, been mistaken for gods. Um, okay. It claims that throughout history that they, they created 40 Elohim human hybrids who have served as prophets preparing humanity for news about their origins. More or less that they were here mm-hmm. and that they created the actual like existence of humans here on Earth and that at some point in time, which we'll cover this soon, that they realized that we weren't in a place to appreciate and to use the technology because we were abusing it. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, we're going to fucking go because you're a bunch of little assholes <laughs> okay. and we're just going to go back to where we came from. But they had the Elohim and hybrid human prophets that were here basically continuously preparing the world for the mm. time that one day they would actually be able to come back. Interesting. Um, so, it Sounds
1: a lot like my trip to Walmart with three kids today. Right.
0: So among <laughs> those considered prophets are people you would expect. The Buddha, Jesus, mm. um, Muhammad. Rael himself, who is the leader of this religion, also claims that he is the 40th out of all these these people, these hybrids over time who have been preparing us, he is the 40th one that is created and the last one, and there will be no mm-hmm. others after him. More or less that we're on the brink of um, that we could we could bring the species, the original, the, the actual creators back to earth, and or that we would go to like an apocalyptic state and they would just wash their hands of us.
1: And when did he live?
0: Do I? Rael? Oh, he's, he's alive. Right now? Yeah, he's a real man. He looks like an r and um, Jesus. Oh. I'll show you pictures of him. Um, so anyways, uh, the final. So Raelis believed that since the Hiroshima bomb of 1945, which we're all familiar with that, humanity entered an age of the apocalypse in which it threatens itself with nuclear annihilation. Now, Rielism argues that humanity must find a way of harnessing new scientific and technological development for peaceful purposes. Hmm. And that once this has been achieved, the the fuck! Elohim. Elohim. The Elohim shall return to Earth to share their technology with humanity once again and for this time further establish a utopia. Um, Now, to this end, the Raelians have sought to build an embassy for the Elohim that incorporate a landing pad for their spaceship, naturally. Um, And outside of that, like, they're really not much different than a lot of other peaceful cultures and or cults. They engage in daily meditation hope for physical mortality through human cloning.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> and uh, they promote a very liberal ethical system with a strong emphasis on sexual experimentation. Oh. Mm. Now, Rael stated that the word um, Elohim, which is used for God in the Old Testament, is actually a plural term, which he translates as meaning those who came from the sky. Individual members of the Elohim are referred to as um, Eloha by Rael. And he alleged that these aliens gave him this honorific name of Rael, which is a term deriving from Israel, in which he translates as meaning the messenger of those who came from the sky.
1: Interesting. I mean, it doesn't sound as crazy as a lot of the shit that we know. I mean, it's it's, I can see the solid foundation, except for the guy being self-appointed last leader. That's the part where I'm like. Well,
0: he mm. claims he didn't know. He didn't know that he was. Could I see a brochure? Yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't know that he was the last like prophet, or that he was a prophet, or any. Which I guess would probably be in most cults. Like they just decide one day. So he met with this species. On two different occasions, the first occasion and the second occasion in which it got way more in depth. The first was like an introduction,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, apparently. So on the two different occasions, um, he met with an alien by, you guessed it, named Yahweh. Um, and of course, oh. who gave, came to Rael to tell him about the origin of mankind as well as offering him the service of um, several futuristic sex robots.
1: Oh, <laughs> there it is And we know
0: And now. there it is
1: Futuristic <laughs> robot. All
0: right. So the Elohim Are described as Being physically Smarter than humans With <laughs> well, pale green hard. skin And almond shaped eyes Like I guess The way we Very would Interpret difficult. aliens and Like a gray and yeah, yeah And they divide Into seven different races Although um, Rael it, Excuse me rye aliens are forbidden from painting. Apparently in their religion, they're forbidden from from sketching or painting them that it's offensive to them. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't, you know, for all the interpretations of what's our, what we know is modern day aliens. Uh-huh. They're probably like, this is fucking <laughs> They probably to them, they do think it's stupid. Um, they don't want to be sketched. Now their planet is supposedly outside of our solar system, but within our own Milky Way galaxy. Um, And that there are 90,000 of these um, Elohims. Is that how I say it? I think
1: so.
0: Elohim on their planet. And they are all basically like quasi immortal. (laughs) He commented that on their world, they do not wear clothes. Uh, He added that (laughs) they are all permitted to engage in free love with one another. And that sexual jealousy between them has been uh, completely eliminated. And all are regarded as fairly feminine in their manner. Rael states that most of the feminine women on earth are only a 10% of feminism of the actual Elohims. They are not allowed to procreate to have children, and many undergo a sterilization operation to ensure this. He also reported that the Elohim are able to communicate with humans because they have an understanding of all human languages. Because Mm -hmm. they are, in a sense, the creators. Um, Interesting. They also apparently practice all the things that are considered, you know, on our terms as very liberal. Mm-hmm. They encourage people to explore their sexuality and since there isn't any jealousy. But they do have like also like very specific laws like they they don't force monogamy. Um that if someone were to engage in pedophilia, hmm. that because they're so free spirited with their sexuality, if one person like breaks those rules, it's like a, an abomination mm-hmm. and they lose their genitalia.
2: Oh, Neat. Oh, they
0: like, they lose it. So if you're a guy, I don't know what, how the, a girl would lose it. There
2: is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure
0: there's a way they plug <laughs> your is. hole. I don't know. Oh, okay,
1: that is actually okay. A thing.
0: All right. I don't Ritualism know.
1: It's terrible. Apparently
0: y'all Googled it. I didn't Google it. Okay. <laughs>
1: it's, Yeah. I
0: didn't learn about it in science. I went to Clifton. They didn't teach that shit to me. Okay. I got lucky to pass those classes. So, um, so they have these, those very specific guidelines. And again, they've like eliminated jealousy, and there's no like that, that is mine. There's no like a sense of property Mm -hmm. of like, no, that person is with me. They're all just kind of living amongst each other. Um, And they exist not through um, procreation, they exist through cloning. And that for you to live on, you are created via a clone. Um, this is very and
1: interesting because they're very sexually free spirited, but then sterilizing and cloning instead of just yeah creating. And, and
0: they and they claim that they were a part of what we believe to be modern day creation of like Adam and Eve. Now they don't believe in in uh, the creation, and they don't believe in Darwinism and creationism and intelligent design that they believe in scientific creationism and that everything that we know today in religion mm-hmm. or what our interpretation of religion in the past has all been giant misconceptions of their hand in our reality and our interpretation of it turned into something else. Um, so the first two humans that were created, which were scientifically created as clones, Adam and Eve, Raelians believe that they were originally uh, several human races modeling um, seven and Elohim races, but that they were purple, blue, green, and a couple of other colors. But the purple and the green and the blue, they've died out and they're gone. They no longer exist. Mm-hmm. And that. Avatar. Yeah. And what that. Was um,
1: it called? Not Avatar. What was it called? Avatar. Is it called
0: Avatar? Yeah, yeah. Avatar with the big blue species. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, again, the things that we know of. Um, were really misconceptions like, uh, for instance, Satan. That Satan isn't real, Mm -hmm. but their interpretation of Satan is that a race of Elohim on that earth or their planet, whenever they said they were going to go to a different planet and create a race, that they were against it. And they were trying to wipe out the existence of our human race because they felt like it was immoral and that um, that they were, quote, unquote, playing God, and that they didn't need to do that. So their interp- our interpretation of Satan is a leader of that specific race coming to this earth trying to wipe out human humankind because they believed that they were tampering with laws that they shouldn't be fucking with, <laughs> and they were trying to wipe all this shit out. And one example of that was Noah's Ark yeah. and how he specifically tried to... Um, flood the earth to get rid of all human mankind and Mm -hmm. that the other Elohim um, basically stepped in the ones that were in charge of the creation Mm -hmm. and kept them from um, destroying their creation essentially. And that like our interpretation of like Jesus or God, who again is one of their prophets. It's Mm -hmm. a hybrid of Elohim and, and humans that, what we interpreted as raising or raising from the dead is not true that Jesus actually did die here as a hybrid creation, but they believe in moving forward through cloning that he was cloned. And so that whenever he came back, be like, yo, chill, I'm cool. I'm everything's okay. Mm -hmm. That that wasn't the actual one that was walking and talking on earth. That was the clone that they created for Jesus to live on past our existence.
1: So, if they're all clones, does that mean there's no children?
0: No, remember they. they everyone has procedures where they don't procreate.
1: So, that's what I'm saying, so there are no children.
0: No, there are no children. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. So, you're created as a clone. Well, I mean, no, maybe. If you're created as a clone, you still have a childhood to, like.
1: I don't know. Do they? I don't think
0: they just turn you into a giant adult.
1: Well, that's what a clone is. I don't I know. Well, I don't, not
0: necessarily. That's not necessarily what cloning is. They could grow from like a test tube. <laughs> kind of like the sheep, you know, when they made mm-hmm. the first clone of a sheep, they cloned the sheep, but they didn't like manifest a giant version of that sheep. I think they just, the exact DNA of the sheep, they raised the exact identical version of said sheep. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't like in an instant create a yeah, giant I don't really know. I a giant I, sheep. Yeah. I don't as far know. as I know, they just grow things. Yeah.
1: I think of Star
0: down. Wars. It is a good, a good I example. I mean, most of
1: my have examples ever... come from things where they are <laughs> <All right>. clones <laughs> so, as exact copies. So if,
0: you, if anyway. you watch Star Wars Episode 2 and 3, that there's one guy who is, is all of the clones, and they've just cloned him a billion times, um, but they, they start off as like children. They all look the same, and they literally grow their manhood. They're just all the exact same replicas of Crazy. the same. Um, also, too, they, they have rules like they also, you can't um, inbreed. And things like that, or you'd be excommunicated as but well. But what
1: does it matter if you're not procreating?
0: I don't know. I guess they just don't think you should be banging your brother, Jen. You know, it
1: looks <clears throat> different still.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, they're all different. I don't know. Like, I don't know their creation story. Apparently, mm-hmm. they've been around for a long time, and there was a race before them that brought them into existence. Um, I just thought it was interesting how they tied our. Our interpretation of modern day religion and how they're like, oh, what you believe to be was Noah's Ark was literally someone from our race who disagreed with this. Let's just say project trying to wipe this out because they didn't feel they felt like it was immoral. Mm-hmm. And that's your interpretation of Satan.
1: Yeah, like
0: you know, like how they tied it into, right. I guess, yeah, our I mean, knowledge. Yeah, I it's
1: definitely more intellectual than a lot of the cults that are just like worshiping. Here's why: give me your yeah. kids and your wives. That would be very interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. Like a lot more in depth.
0: Um, and then again, like the other stuff is like on the surface, their values are quite agreeable. Um, they advocate world peace, sharing, democracy, nonviolence. Um, they have a very liberal view of sexuality. Um, now, where everything went awry for a lot of people, which I think is what raised the eyebrow for you, is the cloning. So, in the late 90s here on Earth with their leader, Rael, uh, the organization, the organization, founded a cloning company because they're trying so hard. It's like when you're trying to reach enlightenment. So this is their version of enlightenment. They're like, uh-huh. we want to, we are you. Uh-huh. We want to be you. We're building you an embassy. We've got you a space, pa- a, a space pants launch pad. <laughs> like you know. Uh, we want you to come back because apparently when they come back, they're supposed to step back in, again, give us access to all the technology, and then from that point forward, they're supposed to teach us the way it's supposed to be, and it's supposed to be euphoria and very open, and mm. and over time, we would um, more or less go back to where what we're supposed to be, which honestly isn't much different from the religion story. It's right. the same way. God comes back you know, for whatever interpretation you right, believe, right. cast out the evil or says this is the new earth no, age. yeah
1: to be pure. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah.
0: But where it gets a little weird and where he goes a little awry too is outside of making the claim that they actually cloned a human back in 2000, which I think was debunked and they didn't mm-hmm. actually pull it off. He also created a harem of women called the Order of Angels, Um,
1: Charlie's Angels Who
0: apparently basically exists just to bang men and donate eggs for cloning efforts Jesus Yeah Sounds about right (laughs) Right So they're apparently, to them, they're donating to the cause Because Mm -hmm. they're trying to be, quote unquote, closer to the creators Um, Also, here's a fun fact That they believe that um, the Elohim will return in 2035
1: Oh, well, guess we'll be around to see
0: so that is when they believe that they'll finally say, come back. Here's another little fun fact. This is pretty funny. This is an example of a religion turning things and then saying, so first off, this is Rael. And I love Riel because every time you get a nice little picture of him, he's like photoshopped. Oh, yeah. He's uh, all he white. He's got a beard. Like R&B Jesus. A music
1: album. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. exactly. it. He's an R&B Jesus. He's always beside like a modern day UFO, and he's staring off in the distance, and he wears all fucking white. The fuck? Yeah, um, here's a fun thing though is that this is their symbol and it has a swastika in the oh middle of it. Oh my yeah.
1: God. It's, okay.
0: a, it's the Jewish star six, six points and it has a swastika looking emblem in the middle of it and they they were receiving a, a lot of criticism because they're like yo your fucking symbol has a swastika in it yeah. and for a long time He refused to give up the symbol because he claimed that very symbol was on the spaceship that um, Yahweh originally visited him. Mm -hmm. So he remembered the symbol and he created it and he was like, no, I'm not giving it up. Like that's the symbol. I'm sorry that your interpretation of that is Nazi Germany because that's not what it fucking is. And then eventually um, apparently he received a message from the aliens and they were like, yo, we would really like to come back one day, but we don't want human interpretation to be tied to this,
1: mm-hmm. this
0: obviously really horrific thing that happened in your history. So he allowed them to change it to where oh. it's the six-point star with a little swirl in the middle, yeah. which is a much more friendly version. But it was funny that he like backtracked. It was like, okay, so I spoke to the elders, <laughs> <laughs> and we we can get rid of the you swastika <clears throat> Well, it's just
2: that swastikas aren't. It, original to Nazi Germany It was a symbol before I believe it was something To do with like Hinduism And it's like a symbol Of protection and I stuff
1: mean that like does that. make sense so But obviously in modern times
2: Yeah I mean that's still. What I think, people think immediately But it's like Originally it didn't have Anything to do with And I think that, that
0: was his it. His thing He was like yo Like this is, has no ties to that I refuse to give it up Because I believe in it And then eventually They're like Hey we'd really like To come home one day Or come back you know, and yeah. th- if it's tied to this, it's not going to work. But apparently when they come back, again, it's supposed to be euphoria, and they'll have, like, an appointed council, and we'll all, like, get to explore our deeper senses and just, like, have a pretty chill life. <laughs> That's know. great. So That's I guess we, we
1: don't even have to, like, join the cult. We can just wait and see.
0: I don't know. I, I think comes. there's probably some favor in being in the cult beforehand, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably some favor- <laughs> favoritism there. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we're going to talk now about the Church of the Lamb of God.
0: Hmm. And that was very long, and I really apologize. There was just so much information. I mean, oh, I get great. it. I can't judge. Yeah,
1: Like you said, you were very passionate about it. You brought a lot of information. I
0: just was, I couldn't believe how tight it was. I thought it was very thorough. Anyway, sorry. We're like 45 minutes in, so yeah. I'm <laughs> trying not to. Yeah. Well, mine are short, so. I'll try not to make mine too long, um, and then we'll move on.
1: Alright, dubbed by media as the Mormon Manson, the Church of the Lamb of God, which is the shortened name, by the way, Mm -hmm. was started by Ervil, I think it's how you say Ervil, which looks like evil, it looks like a southern evil, like Ervil, in Chihuahua, Mexico, after he clashed and left his brother Joel's sect, so... Um, he convinced his father followers that he received direct instructions from God, per usual, which included using an abandoned Mormon doctrine, which I never knew that this was a Mormon doctrine. Most people think of Mormons and they think maybe like polygamy or something, but apparently it's a thing, blood atonement, mm. that allows the killing of sinners to cleanse them of evil. (laughs) So I'm going to do... You're welcome. Right, yeah, exactly. What is it? uh, Sacrifice? Yeah. Yeah. So he had 51 children with 13 different wives and over two... Yes, he did. And (laughs) over two decades, he amassed hundreds of followers who allegedly murdered more than 20 people that they know of uh, on behalf of his orders. Mexico authorities arrested him in 1979. They handed him over to the FBI where he was charged for the murder of another polygamous sect leader and jailed for life in Utah. He died in prison in 1981, but his reign of terror continued until the 90s because he left behind a hit list of people he believed were traitors.
2: Jesus.
1: Yeah, and so just to give you a taste of some of the people he was murdering, in 1977, Erbil also ordered the death of his pregnant teenage daughter, Rebecca, the wife... Of someone else. Angry that she had been separated from her toddler son, Rebecca threatened to go to the police about the group's activities. A witness testified that her body was stuffed into the trunk of a car, and he, Ervil, her father, drove it around town for the afternoon. Uh, Someone commented that (laughs) the car was riding low, and he casually remarked, oh, yeah, it's because of Rebecca.
0: Oh. Cool.
1: (laughs) So then Rebecca's mother, which was his first wife, Um, discovered that her daughter had been murdered on the orders of her husband, and she objected, naturally. Um, Another of her daughters warned her that if she did not settle down and accept the righteousness of Rebecca's death, that she would also be marked for, quote-unquote, blood atonement. Believing that her son-in-law and her daughter were preparing for her her murder, she basically um, escaped. So one of the other names of the cult is the Church of the Firstborn of the Lamb of God. Um, It's Church of the Lamb of God, which is different from children of God, which is the other one I'm going to talk about. So basically it's like literally these three brothers who were like the leader, the second in command, and the third. And then the second command was like, nope, I'm the real leader. So he murdered his brother. Mm. Or excuse me, he never did the killing. He always like ordered it, the blood atonement. And literally just went around murdering everybody that he just felt like. Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know? And his followers just did it. I so.
1: mean, yeah, it says that... Um, uh, I don't know how they originally... I don't think they started out in Mexico. I feel like a lot of Mormons are in Utah, right? So that's kind of like going in that direction. But I guess they escaped to Mexico at some point because I feel like they originated... Chihuahua. In yeah. Um there was one other thing where it was just talking about some of the... But the deaths were people... On one hand, you're like, okay, well, he killed his daughter. But at the same time, you got so many kids. Like they are not, they don't mean to you. When we think of, oh, my two kids that I love and I take care of, it's like, no, I, this is just proof that I had sex with this one bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't treat their children by any means. <laughs>
2: this one bitch.
1: <laughs> I mean, basically, <laughs> that's kind of their attitude. Jesus. Anyway, yeah, so even after he died, he was still basically murdering people.
2: That's <laughs> so, <wow>. awesome.
1: <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> What makes That's where somebody the term want, came what makes from? them want to like um, follow a leader like that? That's where, because at least with your thing, you're like, crazy. You make you kind of make sense that you're like, well, I guess that would appeal to certain kind people. Of like, it
0: felt more like closer to what we know as religion in the sense of like there is I don't know. There's a backstory and there's like more right, shit right. attached to it opposed to like all right, so I you're not gonna leave this. I just talked to a God. He says, I'm a God too. (laughs) And like, I I, got to carry through this shit. So you got to follow me, man. You know, there was more, again, the more depth to it and more of like an origin story. Um, You know, and that was was pretty in-depth, but there was still a lot more to it. Um, So I don't know, man. I just, I don't know what gets people behind stuff like that. Look, everybody
2: just wants to be a part of something.
1: I mean, yes, (laughs) but I'm just saying if I had to join a cult, I would be like, well, at least Chase's kind of appeals to me. This guy's like, I mean, I guess he could murder somebody. Chase is a cult? (laughs) Yes.
0: And if you're going to join my cult, everyone gets to look and dress like this. Oh. Oh. Are they the Wiggles? (laughs) <laughs> yes, and that's what makes them great. You get a cool spacesuit. All the alien kids have also great spacesuits. There's a giant heart. Everything looks very happy. Everyone looks great. That looks like a video by like a music video <laughs> by Sweet. I know. <laughs> that's my point. And that's my soft spot for this cult. They're not that great, but the pictures <laughs> are fantastic. Okay. And I was like, all right, if I'm gonna drink if I'm gonna join a space cult, I want you these uniforms. Like I <laughs> wanna look and live like this. So this is the universe people, cosmic people of light and power. Mm. Um, so this is predominantly, uh, their roots are in Czech. That's uh, like a Slavic UFO religion. Um, they were founded in the 1990s, and they centered on Ivo Binda. Um, he's their, let's say, so-called leader. Their belief system is based upon the existence of, again, you guess it, extraterrestrial civilizations communicating specifically with Binda and other contactees since 1997, and they're doing this telepathically. Which I mean, (laughs) which of course that would that would be the way though. But it
1: does uh -uh. make sense that like, why learn a language when you can just. To right. Practically communicate with energy. Like, I yeah. get that concept. It's just like, why did none of these alien cults agree with each other?
0: I don't know. Maybe they are all of one. Who knows?
1: There's probably all these aliens, and they're all just having fun with us I was but literally like starting just about to say the churches, same thing. Yeah. And it's probably like a game. And they're like betting on who can get the most
0: followers. <laughs> I told them to wear these
2: outfits. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So,
0: according to Binda, extraterrestrial civilizations operate in a fleet of spaceships led by Ashtar Galactic Command. Naturally. <laughs> Ashtar Galactic Command. <laughs> I'll show you a picture of him. He's great. Orbiting the Earth. Now, they closely watch and they help the good and they're waiting to transport their followers into another dimension. The universe people's teachings incorporate basically very various elements of ufology. Um, and that's basically the concept that that they acknowledge that there are extraterrestrials, extraterrestrials monitor us, mm-hmm. and then whenever they feel fit, they pull us from Earth and send us to other dimensions. Sweet. Um Also, too, to be known, members of this movement, they distrust modern technologies and control <laughs> mechanisms of the society, so they consider you, you, mass media to be like a tool of oppression and manipulation, which isn't mm-hmm. Um Despite this, uh, Binda often still seeks contact with like tons of journalists because he like <laughs> wants he wants to talk to people to tell everyone his stories. Yeah, and then that's pretty much like his story. He uh, he gets in the news because uh, he has he has his little outlandish claims and he's very passionate about them. Um, they got, and I think that's how they got a lot of their uh, exposure. You know, or most of them do. Something happens. People are like, oh, who the fuck are these guys? But this was a good one. So from 1998 to 2000, the ideology of the universe people was close um, to secretarianism. Does that sound familiar? Nope. Okay. Well, with the central idea of coming cosmic catastrophe and evacuation of people to another planet. So that's what it's centered around. All right. Um, Elon Musk.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's, that makes so much sense
0: now. <laughs> However, their later efforts moved to not having to leave the planet and needing to to get the fuck out of here to uh, de- actually defending the planet oh. against attacks from negative extraterrestrial beings mm. called um, the Saurians, or, as we know them, as lizard people. Oh. So that's when he took on his new form mm-hmm. of like, the lizard people are coming, <laughs> <laughs> and there's only so much the other guys can do. We have to be ready, and we have to protect ourselves. Um, it got so crazy that there was a time where they became like a, a national security to um, where they live, because they were collecting all these envelopes, and someone's like, What are these crazy bastards up to? <laughs> so they raided them and they found all these <laughs> envelopes, envelopes okay. with brochures mm-hmm. and also tapes that explained and gave you demonstrations on how to defend yourself against lizard people. <laughs> um, Pull their tail. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you would be wrong mm-hmm. because the tail comes off.
1: Oh, yeah, you yeah. silly. We'll make you should have read away. the brochure. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know nothing about lizards or lizard people. Nope. Um, the tails just grow back. Yep. But you can't use the tail as a weapon. Oh, um, <laughs> So anyways, and after that, people basically wrote them off. And they're like, what a bunch of idiots. And they're still around. They're still doing their shit and check. I mean, you know. Um, and that's and that's what they got going on today. I'm going
1: to interject something crazy into this conversation because I brought up the Mothman book earlier, the John Kill. He, he has an interesting theory that I've actually had popping up in a lot of books recently. So I'm exploring this concept. Um, if you believe in the whole concept of like us being energy beings in the first place, this also makes sense. So he believes in the possibility of thought forms, which are like not physical creation but someone thinks something so intently for example he has this um, one house where he says that people suddenly were like oh for the last 20 years it's suddenly been haunted and then they describe the character that they see but the the phantom that they see is basically like an exact replica of the character in the book that the guy who lived there I'm doing a terrible job explaining this. There's a writer who lived in this house for 20 years, and he wrote books very, very frequently. It was a specific character, like a detective type. The ghost that people are seeing looks just like this detective who never existed. So he was like, his idea is, well, this guy was so concentrated and constantly thinking about this character that he create a thought form that other people are getting snippets of, and they think they're seeing a ghost, but it's really just this guy's. Thought form. I've never really heard of thought forms it's until like recently.
0: Like leftover energy.
1: Yeah, kind of like it didn't materialize to the point of being physical, but it's it's such a concentrated thought that like people can catch snippets of it. They can physically see it sometimes. And the theory is that certain things mass-produced uh, thoughts, like Bigfoot and stuff like that, the reason it exists and yet it doesn't exist is because it's such a concentrated thought that it's not a physical thing, but because people think about it so constantly that there is physical traces of it, but it's technically a thought form. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole other branch. But the alien thing made me think of that because someone was talking about this. When you get into it, there are a lot of quote-unquote sightings of lizard people, even like the the Justin Bieber thing. It sounds Mm -hmm. insane to us, but the idea that people could like all kind of see the same hallucination basically is yeah. kind of right. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. So this next group is the children of God. And the main area I'm going to focus on is their um, technique of flirty fishing. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> you know, how you no? found my <laughs> new religion. <laughs> right. Well, yes, <laughs> you guys appreciate. would be perfect candidates for this because you know, like back in the day when Jesus was like, Oh, follow me, Peter, I will make you a fisher of men. Right. No, they took that and they had fisher women instead and so literally Fisher of women Well they made Fisher women
0: Fisher
2: cult knows So They put women on hooks
1: (laughs) The the women are the bait
2: Yes Yes. Flirty
1: fishing is a form A form of evangelism By Mm. sexual intimacy Practiced from around 1974 to 1987 By the cult Children of God Currently known as Family International, <laughs> mm. female members of Children of God or Fisher women would apply their sex appeal on the quote fish, which would be men from outside the cult, um, usually having sex with them or at least trying to entice them with sex, uh, and they use that as an opportunity to a tell them about the cult. And Wait, they B, made a get videos money.
0: about this. Remember the fake videos about the people? They're like, we're going. We're <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the, we're going sinner. We're going center oh, catching. Yes, Remember that? My did and that. they would lure them into the vans.
1: That's true. They were advertising blowjobs. But when the guys got in the van, they were like, "This is like them a Bible about, study." Yeah, they locked oh them in the van yeah. and they
0: preached to them when they got in. <laughs> what was Jesus. that
1: from? That was from um, Zach and. Uh,
0: oh my god! Sarah
1: did had a group of yeah. actors, and that uh, was
0: so funny. Yeah, Center fishing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they, we should,
2: uh, Where's the blowjobs?
1: They had a van <laughs> advertising blowjobs, and guys would come into it and they'd be like, "Now we got you."
0: <laughs> lock yeah. them in the van and preach to them. That's
1: yeah. Amazing. So, anyways, I wonder if this if they know about this or if this is what inspired they might have. This was a real thing that people were doing. They were like, oh, well, women have to go out and have sex with the men because then they a, but they're not just telling them about the cult, they're getting money. And this is how they survived financially. They're basically oh my gosh. prostitution.
0: Jesus. Yeah, that that For is Jesus, prostitution. prostitution. Yeah. I mean
1: Mary Magdalene. Prostitution. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So um According to some sources, over 200,000 men were fished and over 10,000 babies were born to cult women from 1971 to the 2000s. The practice was curtailed.
0: That's a fucking scam, dude.
1: Yeah. Uh, But STDs eventually brought that down and um, abandoned it. So that was the main element I want to talk about that. But this was also the one that Joaquin Phoenix and um, some other celebrities were involved with. Um, And actually... That was the reason, uh, Joaquin says that was the reason that his family left, that they were tolerating some of the other stuff, and then they mm-hmm. decided that they were going to like prostitute the women. And they're you know what? Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to peace up because I think our toddler's waking up.
0: Okay. Cool. Bye, Jen. Bye. Everyone uh, listening to the show, say bye Jen. bye, Jen. Bye, Jen. Bye, Jen. I'm listening. Yeah, Bastion is waking up. So um, what I'll do is I'll give you some last little fun facts about Um, some cults that these are the ones that didn't make it um, because, you know, they basically collapsed in themselves. But while I'm talking to you and talking to Adam, I wish I could remember the name of this one cult I studied on. It's like the Hono Hapabanaba. I don't know. It was in Japanese, but it was also a giant scam. This guy, kind of like the modern-day palm readings, Mm -hmm. him and his disciples said they could read your feet oh. and they could look at your feet and they could tell you. <laughs> yeah, they could look, look at your feet <laughs> and they could tell you. And like literally like from the size of your toes about what kind of life you were going to live, mm-hmm. whether it was going to be prosperous to what certain, they taste like. Yeah, just, yeah, they <laughs> had to yeah, they'd put their mouths on your feet. Uh, the certain lines in your feet like the like the life that you were leading and where you were heading. Mm-hmm. But get this shit. Um, if you wanted your, your foot read you had to pay them nine hundred dollars. Oh my god! Right, and then they turned it into like a merch thing to where, if like your life was heading in a bad direction or this line on your foot said you had cancer in your future, that they they would sell like I don't know like garments and mm-hmm. oils and stuff that would that would put your feet on the right path. Oh my god! I know, and it, literally, and literally the towards the back end of it before like the guy basically was busted. You know, he was wearing like million dollar suits and and, you know, his wife would spend like a you know, million dollars a month out shopping. Like it Jeez. was it was like, the, you know, a cult basically like, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute. This is bullshit. Yeah. And it all fell apart. So the hope, the hope, oh, nah no, something. Um, anyways, I did a little research on that and I was like, this is a fucking sham. <laughs> so before we go, I'll give you two. I'll give you two. And they, may be, they might still be around, but if they are, their members are probably few and far between because of some shit that happened to them. This is how every good cult comes to an end. So first off, Order of the Solar Temple, mm. okay? This secret society's beliefs and activities involved a mix of early Christianity, UFOs, like the New Age philosophy, Uh, And also a lot of Freemason rituals. Mm. Um, Obviously, Freemasons are still around today. They were mostly a peaceful organization, and they had some unconventional beliefs, like, you know, what cult fucking doesn't. Um, Some of their beliefs were like, death is only an illusion, and life continues on other planets. Mm -hmm. So after this, kind of like, I guess, like the other people, like, you don't die here, but you're just transported somewhere else to begin a new alien life. Um, Where it went awry... Um, is that the infant son of one of its members was sacrificed oh. in one of the group's lodges because he was believed to be the Antichrist. Jesus. So I don't know how fucking deep down a rabbit hole you got to go to believe your infant son is the Antichrist, Um, that doesn't sound like a whole lot of shit they were studying. But for some reason, amongst the the leaders of the group, uh, they believed they had an antichrist on their hands, and they killed that guy. Born Um, speaking Latin. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And this is where you can tell the shame and uh, the regret probably kicked in because shortly after, a number of people in this inner circle committed mass suicide and others were found mysteriously shot or smothered to death, all dressed in their ceremonial robes. Jesus. So, someone was starting to clean fucking house because they were like, okay, this shit has to end and I'm going to be the one to end it. Fuck. And that was their downfall. Uh, order of the Solar Temple. And again, for what it's worth, you know, there could be, I think there, you always have remnants of some. That are still around, but they're just mm-hmm. not as big as they. I'm sure they were. Yeah, you got a few um, stragglers. You <laughs> always got the, like, the last ones. Um, and then the last one, movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments, which, as you can imagine, is probably fucking exactly the way it sounds.
2: Yeah. Now,
0: this was a breakaway movement from the Roman Catholic Church. So they're all like, the, in the beginning of the show, I was talking to Adam and Jen, and I was making comments of that in my opinion, especially when it comes to modern-day religion, that every religion basically came from some guy saying, I like this religion, but I don't like all these fucking rules. I have a different idea of how these rules should be, so I'm going to take the parts I like and going to add the parts I want. <laughs> and that is essentially, a re- that is religion. Yeah, basically. People are like, no, 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 that's not my interpretation of the Bible, it's this. But I think that is right too, we can agree on that, but, but because of that, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking go start a religion in this trailer and I'm going to see how many people I can collect. Um, and that is religion in a nutshell. So the, their breakaway movement was from the Roman Catholic Church, and the movement was founded in the late 80s and in Uganda. And it revolved around the strict adherence to the Ten Commandments as a means of avoiding damnation in the apocalypse. So this was going to save your eternal soul. Yeah. Now, among the otter tenets were weekly fast and the outlawing of bath soap, and you guessed it, sex. Hmm. So, <laughs> Common theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have sex and don't smell good. Um, find another way to make yourself smell great. Yeah. Um, now, everything began to unravel um, after <laughs> I brought them up because I remember this and we were all, for the most part, most of us were probably around here for the millennium. I don't, how old were you? Well, two thousand, yeah, four. <laughs> okay, so you remember this? So when Adam was four, he remembers very fondly of the millennium. And if you don't remember, there was a lot of predictions yeah. that surrounded coming into this new uh, this new century. Y two K, right? Yeah, yeah. Y two K, baby. All the electronics are gonna fucking shut down. The world is gonna end. You know. Yeah. And you know what? I give I give these cults a little props because when you make a prediction, you're putting it all in the fucking line, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's make or break. So you either gotta really believe in your fucking shit or you're gonna fucking unravel. And that's exactly what happened to these poor guys. They said, no, we believe this shit. This is a bold claim and this is it. Um, And they're one of the groups that predicted in the uh, millennium that everything was obviously gonna fucking change. Um, So... When the millennium came and nothing happened, Mm -hmm. (laughs) everyone was like, uh, (laughs) this isn't just the world. Because the world around you doesn't give a shit. Let's just be real. They don't fucking care. But it's the people that follow you. They give a shit. You make a bold prediction. Nothing happens. The world doesn't end. Your electronics don't shut off. So the people in this group are like, what the fuck? And since it didn't happen, it resulted in a mass murderer involving a series of poisonings, stabbings, um and also a a couple of massive church fires that killed a you know a pretty good little handful of people so again, total anarchy once the um the y two k prediction did not come mm-hmm. uh, to light, and everyone basically turned and everything went south. I just thought it was interesting because if you 're my age i 'm thirty four I very specifically remember being in school mm-hmm. and like hearing some of these things like, Oh, like everything's going to shut down. Oh, the you're waiting. We all stayed up to midnight that night for sure. Oh, of we waited. Uh, I just thought that was interesting that their, their downfall was making like the bold prediction around, uh, the millennium. So I wonder, it was interesting. I wonder how many like asshole dads were like
2: outside <laughs> at like 1159. I know to, of one power.
0: Yeah. 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 Actually, my friend, <laughs> uh, my friend was hanging out with one of his friends and um, as New Year's Eve was coming, like we're kids, so or you know younger, so there wasn't like giant New Year's Eve parties in Clifton, Tennessee. And him and his friends were in the living room, and they did the countdown. And he had a remote control in one hand, and he there was one lamp on in the room, and he had it on the other. So three, two, one, he like turned uh-huh. them both off at the same time, and his friend was like, "Wow, ah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's happening!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he, you know, I'm sure he got a big laugh out of it, so. You amazing know, the, yeah we were all we're like oh like that was very you know anticlimactic when <laughs> we went to
2: bed going to bed yep <laughs> yeah. i'm tired yeah so that, <laughs> that was, was pretty crazy
0: world. um but yeah the the cult life um pretty interesting we didn't obviously cover some of the main ones you already know but those were some interesting ones i really did want to yeah. find some weird shit some goats yeah. maybe some, <laughs> i don't know some like goat worshiping I, I was looking for it I was in it for the long haul but these nonetheless were, were actually pretty interesting to me yeah um, Adam do you have any comments about the cults that you heard about today do you have any comments yeah any comments in general not really honestly other than just people are insane <laughs> yeah yeah I think definitely the the whole sense like you know, sense of belonging definitely has something tied to it and in some of them too like you find your truths. you're like you know what like I could I could see that, but that's the other shit. You're like, this would be my line in the sand for your cult. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I like these rules, these rules, these right, rules. Wait right, a minute, right, right. child
2: sacrifice. <laughs> right.
0: And and that's how the next cult becomes, right? Yeah. Just like religion. Just so, split off. All right, all right. Yeah, so I like the UFO shit. I like this shit. I don't like the child sacrifice. We're going to keep the haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep the famous space robes and all this fun shit, but uh, we're going to... Uh, we're going to move on. I didn't show you a picture from um, um, Ashtar, did I? No, you didn't. He looks like basically he's from Lord of the Rings. He's one of the elf people. Oh, my God. This is and he's wearing
2: his. Oh, sword. my God. It's David
0: Bowie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and We have yeah, David Bowie and, and Lord of the Rings. Stardust Ring. right there. Yeah. And, uh, so that's him. Oh, my God. It says we love you and we help you. Ashtar Sharan. That literally looks like <laughs> a deep fried meme. <name. laughs> yeah. He's got the, the long blonde hair. Um, from the elves of the Lord of the Rings. He's got his big blue bright spaceship and a lot of colors. That's your David Bowie-esque. Um, and, you know, and he's got his hand up and there's like mm-hmm. a big uh, starburst. Not like what you eat, but a, you know, the burst no, of light. A, there's
2: a giant piece of candy. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a giant piece of candy. In his hand. It's pink, of course, because that's the best one. Yeah. Um, and he's just fucking kicking it, man. Um, with uh, the absence of gin... Obviously, we don't generally do winners whenever the other person's not here. So we'll cover uh, winners in the next podcast. Um, And, yeah, we're about like a minute 11 deep, and I am at this point just listening to myself talk. You have turned me off by now, and if you haven't, bless it. Adam, you're supposed to do that one thing. So Adam's going to leave you with a pun, and then we're going to set you free into the world.
2: What kind of prize do you give someone who hasn't moved a muscle in over a year, Chase? no muscles. I don't know. Atrophy. (laughs) Atrophy. Atrophy. Atrophy.
0: Atrophy. Atrophy.
2: Atrophy. I'm going to go get some ice cream.
0: Coffee ice cream. Hooray. It's delicious. Thank you so much for listening. We love you.
2: Bye.